Welcome back to Call America. I'm Chris Coleman, your favorite host, back here for the first time recording in Unique uh, New Bar. It feels good. Uh, Mac and I have been working tirelessly. A lot of the staffs come up and helped out the past few days. We're getting close. We're getting close. It's starting to look a little more like a bar. Uh, if you're picking up a little background noise, sorry about that. I'm actually recording it in the office rather than out front away from all the equipment because the the floor's still a little little wet. Uh, <laughs> they painted that. But got a lot going on. Got a lot of, uh, lot, a lot of work going on. Sorry I haven't been with you this week, but been very busy. We're on track to still open this coming week. Uh, hopefully, if all things you know, go according to plan, so we'll see. But we hope to. We hope to. So, who? I've had a lot of questions like, okay, I know it's going to be a bar, but what makes it unique? Well, for that, you'll just have to show up and see. <laughs> it's, that's just that. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't tell you now. Come, on, come in, make a decision for yourself. Anyway, uh, we do have some sad news this morning. Bobby Bowden has passed away. And, yeah, we knew it was coming. And he, he's certainly in a better place now. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's uh, what a legacy he leaves behind. It's uh, incredible with all that he did at Florida State. And, you know, he's, he's born and bred Alabama, you know, from here. If our board of trustees and AD hadn't invested up, he would have been the coach at Alabama. Um, you know, he would have been here. But that's neither here nor there. I think everything happens for a reason, and he went to a perfect place for him. Alabama seems to be doing okay. Uh, yeah, so it, uh, it all comes out in the wash. The uh, One of my favorite things uh, that I ever heard about Bobby Bowden on their big board, they had a you know, board where – you have all your possible recruits and everything. You know, they would have all their stats and all their info up there. And, you know, uh, the height, weight, you know, how fast he runs the 40, how high can he jump, you know, all that. And at the end of it, it the last column just said it. And either it had a check mark or it didn't. And it's that indefinable quality that... Does he have it or doesn't he? You know, is he a player or is he not? And I always thought that was really cool. That was, you know, because there, there are things that you can't put into. I feel like more NFL teams should adopt that. Uh, sometimes I feel like in the draft, they're looking more at your combine numbers than they are you know, your game film. And he's just like, can he play ball? You know, and... Obviously, it worked out pretty well for him. He knew what he was looking at. But, uh, yeah, sad, sad news, but he has he has passed on. Um, on to some other news of the day. Over in soccer in Europe, Leo Messi is officially not going to be with Barcelona. He has signed with PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, Ligue 1, Ligue 1 of France. You can go and mark it down. PSG won the league. They're going to be tough in Champions League. They got depth. They got players everywhere. 
he'll be there with the Mbappe and all them. And oh wow, yeah, uh, that is they're gonna be fun to watch. They will. So Messi to PSG uh, in English Premier League. Lukaku comes back to the Premier League, joining Chelsea. Uh, that's a big signing for them. Premier League kicks back off this Friday. This coming Friday. I don't know if I'll have time to do a show between now and then. I plan to. I might just have to stay up later, get up early. I don't know how I can stay up later than I have been and get up earlier than I have been, but um, I, I can figure it out. But I'll, I'll definitely get one in before then. But uh, <laughs> I'll do one early one morning. But as we as we get done with the construction, I say construction, the renovation, because we didn't tear anything out other than a booth. Uh, you know, it's the benches. But uh, as we get into that, into the just actually being open and working, I'll have time to continue on with the podcast and, and do a little bit more. Uh, I'll still have my, my college football picks and all that. I've still been working on them some. Um, getting ready for everything this, this coming season. But, yeah, uh, all the... Uh, the uh the was it league uh, I think has already started. They started this weekend. Everybody else, Bundesliga, La Liga, EPL, all them, they all start back this coming week. Oh, I gotta tell you, it's uh it's it's a little bit bittersweet because it's so you know, so quick. It's here. And I'm a man you got. And I think we're going to have a, a good team. We'll have a solid team. It's basically the same team we had last year. But can they get over the hump? You know, I mean, they had a lot of comeback wins last year. Uh, saved a lot of points that they should have, probably shouldn't have gotten. And with that, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very, very interesting. Um... I'll give you the odds for the EPL real quick of winning it. Um, Man City is minus 165. You can get Chelsea now at plus 525. And the additional Lukaku, I think they got a legit shot. United is right there at plus 700. Liverpool plus 550. Don't waste your money. They've lost that mojo, lost that magic. And those are your four front runners. Because after that, it jumps way up. Arsenal plus six thousand, Tottenham plus six thousand, Leicester plus eight thousand. Now we're gonna get ridiculous. Everton plus fifteen thousand, West Ham eighteen thousand, Aston Villa seventeen thousand, Leeds fifteen thousand, Wolverhampton twenty five thousand, Southampton plus twenty five thousand. Yeah, you you see where we're at here. You see where we're at here. Newcastle's plus twenty five thousand, Clay. So, you got those big four up there in the front that are going to be running for it. Uh, United might still pull off a move here in this transfer window and add something. They have added some with adding Jordan Sancho and uh, some. So, I think I think they got a legit shot. Maybe plus 700 is worth it. But, eh, it's going to be hard to go against Chelsea, honestly. City was the dominant team last year until Tuchel took over. And then what he did with Chelsea... Man, they were good. They were real good. They were just too far behind to catch up. But, uh, I mean, there's a reason that they won Champions League. 
it wasn't a fluke, which they beat City in the final. So they, yeah, there you go. Um, let's switch gears a little bit here and look at the Olympics. I was about to hum the Olympic uh, theme song, but then I figured all y'all would, you know, turn this off because your ears are bleeding. Yeah, I can't sing. I can't even hum well. Shocking. The current medal count on top, the United States of America. Well, color me shocked. The U.S. has 113 total medals. Second place behind that is China with 88. The U.S. has 39 gold medals, 41 silver, 33 bronze. So... <clears throat> sitting sitting in a pretty good spot right now. And, you know, I, I went through and I looked at this whole list. And I was thinking about this because these countries. Botswana, Burkina Faso, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Grenada, uh, Kuwait, Moldova, and Syria. All those have one medal and they're all bronze. And I was just like, to be that guy. Going back to that country, you're the only one for that country that picked up that it so far it's not over, but they picked up a medal at the Olympics. Champagne will fall from the heavens, doors will magically open. You will be just the hero of heroes. Um, kind of surprising Mexico down here only four medals, and they're all bronze. Um. I really was hoping that they would get gold in men's soccer. Their, their U-22 men's soccer is normally really good. And they played great. <laughs> they lost to Brazil in penalties. You know, that's how they lost that semifinal. And, you know, then they came back and won the final. They, they, had, a, they had a really strong team, a really good showing. And while we were celebrating beating them in the gold cup, you had to know that some of their players were there, you know, in the Olympics. Is they could take three overage players, but then some of those young guys. The U.S. team was mainly comprised of young players that uh, play in the MLS. Well, Mexico didn't have any of those those U-22 guys, those 21-year-olds, because they were in the Olympic team. But, hey, whatever. Read about it in the history books, baby. USA picked up gold. Boom. Went in the gold cup. Anyway, yeah, men's basketball, uh, after all their scrutiny and everything, they came through and they won. Uh, they pick up gold. Uh, <laughs> women's soccer. U.S. women's soccer did not. They took on bronze. And this women's soccer team reminded me of 1998 USA men going to the World Cup. If you remember, in 94, we had a miracle run. Uh, of getting out of the group. And yeah, it was a miracle. We had, we had not been in the World Cup since 1950. And then we're there when it's on U.S. soil. You know, we had been there in 90. We, we, we qualified in 90 40 years later. And we carried a bunch of college kids, you know. A few guys playing overseas. Well, then in 94, we had most of our players were playing professionally somewhere. And in Europe, but none of the big clubs. You know, it wasn't like now. And the 94 team excelled. They had, they went 1-1-1 one, one, one in group play. 
and got out of the group. Everybody thought Columbia, you know, was a possible dark horse to win it. And they don't get out of the group because the own goal, Escobar, there's a 30 for 30 about it. Go watch it. The two Escobars. Anyway. So when we qualified for 98, we carried pretty much the exact same team. Four years later, Alexi Lawless, Marcelo Balboa, are quite possibly the two slowest men to ever play in a World Cup. They're old. They were slow. We have a terrible back line. We were the worst team in the 98 World Cup because of our player selection and our depth. We tried to take all of them because they were household names. Because in 94, Alexi Lawless with his red hair and his goatee, and he looked like what people thought soccer players should look like. You know, they, they used him. Kobe Jones with his dreadlocks. You know, that, oh, yeah, he should be here. Those are two of our worst players. But everybody knew who they were because they stood out. Nobody, nobody was looking at Captain America in the middle going, man, that guy can ball out. And nobody was looking at Tab Ramos you know, and those guys. But anyway. So, we carried a bad team. This year, the U.S. Women Olympic, you carried a bad team. You carried an old, out-of-shape Megan Rapina because she's been in the news a lot. <clears throat> the, game, the quarterfinal game that we won, she attempted 24 passes. She completed three. Three of 24 passes. She was terrible. She subbed it in the second half. She did nothing good. She helped create one opportunity when she completed one of her passes. She finally tried not to force something or just set up a big searching ball in the middle. And she uh and you know, and and it did create a little opportunity. We end up going to penalties, and in penalties, our goalkeeper, amazing, making saves left and right. And uh Rapina makes the final PK, the fourth PK that secured the win and the U.S. advanced on to the semifinals. Scrolling through Twitter, every headline, Rapina sends U.S. to semifinals. Sends U.S. to semifinals. She was the worst player we have. Rose Lavelle is, in my opinion, my favorite player on our team. I think she's our best player. She, she controls the middle. She's good, but, I mean, when you've got the ball and you've got somebody open on the outside and you pass it to them and they turn it over every time, that's not your fault. That's theirs. The only headlines that were accurate, Jonathan Tannenbaum, uh, some of the, he writes for Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia Union guy, MLS guy, but uh, he wrote, despite, uh, despite her poor performance in the game, Rapina comes through in the clutch. That, I, that I, That's accurate. That's accurate. She stepped up and made her PK despite having a terrible game. I'm okay with that. You know, that's good. That's accurate news reporting. Thank you, Jonathan. Most of you clowns were just looking to get clicks. And I know that's what the news is. But, no, it was terrible. Um, we go on. We lose to freaking Canada. How can I celebrate a team that loses to Canada? 
Come on, man. No. I think this team was a huge uh, disappointment. I think that they should realize now we have to get rid of the old guard and let the young ones run. Well, there's a lot, a lot of young talent for U.S. women's soccer. They just won't put them on the field because the old ladies don't have anything else to do. They apparently aren't ready to join a knitting club, and and they got to keep their name and face in the news. Yeah. U.S. women did. Uh, uh, U.S. women won gold in basketball again. No surprise there. I was watching it last night as they were playing Japan. And one of our girls had the ball in the post. And she literally has it palmed. You know, holding it above her head away from her body. And the Japanese girl looked like a 12-year-old child. You know, how you hold the ball up, keep it away from them. That's what they looked like, jumping up. They couldn't get anywhere close to it. She probably couldn't have touched the top of her head. It was uh, Tawazi that was doing it. But uh, she probably couldn't have touched the top of her head. But she's just jumping, you know, giving it her all. And then, you know, she just dumps it off to somebody in the middle, gets an easy layup. And I was like, get out of here. I was like, I ain't watching this game. <laughs> it's, just, it's terrible. I mean, we won by 15. Um, yeah, but whatever. So let's move on to some sports that happen every year. And how about we talk about a little Major League Baseball. Mm. MLB is in full swing. And I'm going to go through the standings here real quick as we're going through it. Over in the AL East, the Tampa Bay Rays have climbed to the top 7-3 in the last 10. How'd they get there? Because Boston, who's three back, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Boston's had a tough stretch of it. The New York Yankees, five and a half out. <clears throat> Eight and two in the last ten. Anthony Rizzo, best player in baseball right now. He's getting, look at the numbers. That's, that was part of that's me being biased. But I'm saying in the past week, Anthony Rizzo, best player in baseball. Um, week or two. Toronto seven back, and they're eight and two in their last ten. Baltimore four and six in their last ten. <clears throat> Amir twenty games out, twenty eight games out of first place. Moving over to the Central, <clears throat> the AL Central. You got the Chicago White Sox sitting there ten and a half ahead of Cleveland, uh, but they haven't been playing great. This whole division, uh, Detroit's twelve back. KC 17, Minnesota 18. But here's their last 10. White Sox, 5 and 5. Cleveland, 4 and 6. Detroit, 6 and 4. Kansas City, 4 and 6. Minnesota, 4 and 6. What's going on? 5 and 5. And nobody's making a big ground. Yeah. I know a lot of it's who you play. Now let's move over to the AL West. You got the Houston Astros on top. They're three games ahead of Oakland. Eight and a half ahead of Seattle. Ten ahead of the Angels. And 27 ahead of Texas. In their last tens, Houston's five and five. Um, Oakland, who's won three straight now, they're seven and three in their last ten. You got Seattle, three and seven in their last ten. Uh, they've lost four straight now after the Yankees came back on them again yesterday. Um, the Angels are, uh, five and five in their last 10 and Texas is three and seven in theirs. 
Now, moving over to the National League. Let's start out with the East. Because I know my main man Clay is listening. And the Philadelphia Phillies are leading the National League East. A game and a half up on the Mets. The Phillies have won eight. They're eight and two in their last ten. They've won seven straight. They just won't lose. Oh, I know Clay is burning down every city he goes to. The Philly pride is there. And I, I'm happy for you, my friend. The Mets sitting a game and a half back. They've lost three straight. A couple of those are to the Phillies. And they play again today. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I, that game should be Sunday Night Baseball. I don't know how they botched that. Uh, but they're going to play here in just a few minutes. It's 11 o'clock a.m. Central Time, in case y'all were curious. Uh, so they'll be playing here in a little bit. This is Sunday morning. Atlanta has got above 500. 56 and 55, and they're only two games out. Uh, they're 6 and 4 in their last 10. That loss yesterday to the Nats. Ooh, nasty loss. Blowing a 2 0 lead in the ninth. Nasty. Nasty loss right there. But Atlanta, um, but Atlanta's still only two back. I think that they'll get some get back on the Nats today. The Nats, 3 and 7 in their last 10, eight games out of first. Miami only 11 out of first, and they're 3-7 and seven in the last 10, mainly because the Phillies took them to the woodshed for, for a few days. Moving over to the NL Comedy Central, where only Milwaukee knows how to play baseball. They're 7-3 in their last 10. They're uh, six games ahead of first place. Cincinnati is 8-2 in their last 10. They're, they're, they, they've been good. Um, they, they're 6 out of first place. They're 60 and 51, by the way. Um, 60 and 51 would have them in first place in that central. Or in the east, I'm sorry. Um, St. Louis sitting dead on 500, 55 up, 55 down, 10 and a half out of first, 5 and 5 in their last 10. Uh, they've won two straight. <coughs> the Cubs, who are making me a lot, a lot, a lot of money betting against them. Because they are betting against themselves, have fallen to 52 and 60, 14 and a half games out of first, uh, two and eight in the last ten, lost three straight. They will lose again tonight on Sunday Night Baseball. It's the White Sox, and then Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a team. They're 41 and 70, creeping up on the Cubs every day, or maybe the Cubs are creeping up on them for draft spots. I don't know for draft picks. I don't know. Pittsburgh's 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Both teams are pretty bad at baseball. Um, over to the West, where the best baseball teams reside. San Francisco still sits on top. 7-3 in their last 10. That's insane. <clears throat> Look at how deep we are in the season. They're 70-41. The Dodgers, with all those All-Stars, with all those Cy Youngs, with all those former MVPs, 66-45. Four games back. Five and five in their last ten. San Diego, seven and a half back. Also five and five in their last ten. Colorado is sitting 20 games out. And they're six and four in their last ten. They've won three straight. Um, <coughs> Arizona, 35 and 77. They're four and six in their last ten. How they ever won 35, I don't know. It's a miracle. I didn't have anybody else here to say the second part of that, but anyway. 
So that's where we are currently sitting with MLB. Let's jump. Let's shift gears here and jump over to a little more local, the T-Town Dart League. <clears throat> These are the current standings. There are still a game or two to be made up. Uh, I will be texting to get those made up this week. Otherwise, we got to have some forfeits coming up because we got to get the standings. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. It's a lot late in the day. Look at where we're at in the season. Um, let me just give you the standings here real quick. Hoppers are sitting on top with 91 points. Uh, third Dark Magic, that's my team out of the Red Shed. Uh, team I play on. We are at 88 points, three games back. The Dortmund cometh. The three down to 50 champs are sitting there with 81. I believe they still have a makeup game. Sonia's Angels out of the wheelhouse, 78 points. Win or booze that play out of Unique, formerly Egan's. They're sitting there at 74 points. Come on, boys. We need home games in the playoffs. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just serious. Um, Bia is sitting there at 71. I'm pretty sure they still have a game to make up as well. Uh, Glory Pounder sitting there at 61. Bad Darts, more beer, 53 points. Dark Vader, 52 points. Short Shafts and Sticky Tips with 40. Beers and Darts with 32. Socialites with 31. Dark Women cometh first with 22. And The Light Show with 19. Now, let's take a look here at the schedule for this coming up week. Pardon me. Hmm. Uh, delicious bubble lights. Um, right now, we have just finished week 10. We're going into week 11. Oh, I hit the wrong thing. Um, Deb, nab it. Um, yeah. All right, here we go. But we're going into week 11 either way. That's, that's accurate. Uh, we finished week 10 and last week. And so we're going into week 11. And August the 10th. There's only 13 weeks. And so this Tuesday, here's the matchups we got. Third Dark Magic will be at home hosting Bad Darts More Beer. Um, Bad Darts More Beer, Wayne and them. I was a playoff team a year ago. Great guys. I know that game will be a lot of fun. Kyle Logos will probably get in trouble for uh, yelling while I'm throwing. <laughs> I'm just messing with Kyle. Uh, we'll have a lot. We'll have a lot of fun. JJ and them are always a lot of fun. Hunger, the big man in the post. Somebody's got to cover him. Um, Bi will be at home hosting beers and darts. Beers and darts. The uh, the other red shed team. That's Cole and Shane and them. They'll be traveling over to see Johnny Alford and and Ben Janka and all them. Uh, the light show will be traveling to. Uh, the Dartman cometh. So the Dartman will be at home. The candles will be lit. And, yeah, that's... It's Brandon Owens. It's probably not going to be a fun game for you, buddy. Uh, that all-star studded team that Dartman have with Shanahan and uh, Meat and Seth and Harless and Tyler Crawford, the heart and soul of the team, Tyler Crawford, and then Ryan. That's, that's going to be a tough task, my friends. Uh, Sonya's Angels against Dark Vader uh, at Wheelhouse. 
you know, uh, that's an interesting matchup. Because I know, mm, I know Matt and Sonya have had to go in and out of town a lot for their team. They haven't been able to, you know, just for work stuff. And so it'll be interesting. Uh, Brad and Jen have been on vacation this past week. Uh, but, you know, we'll see who all shows up and then how they throw it. We played both those teams already. They're both, you know, fun to hang out with. Robert is the the best player, you know, in this match. He's definitely one of the best in the league, if not the best. Look at the stats. T-Town.League.com. Um, and and he's he's a difference maker. But with, with David, everybody's signing his angels. I give them a bit of an edge. We'll see if Sammy Adams and Brad and them can't pull something out. Winner boost. Well, that's the unique team. They'll be at home. Hopefully. Uh, we got a couple of things left to do. Our plan is to be able to host this game. Um, as of right now, we are on track to be able to do so. We'll see how the day and tomorrow goes. Uh, they will actually host the dark women coming first. So, yeah. the the We would do it as a soft opening. But, uh, yeah, on that night, it would be Madison and... Uh, Madison and, and her ladies, Alicia and all of them coming in to play against uh, Sides and, and uh, John and Marvin and Tui and everybody. And so, yeah, that would that'll be, be a good match. That would be an interesting match right there. Uh, I promise it would be a lot of fun. And I would enjoy the cash register ringing. So, y'all just get hammered drunk. Make that game last till like 1.45 in the morning. <laughs> no later. No later than that. Uh, short chest and sticky tips. I host hoppers uh, down at top shelf. That's uh, it's always fun when those two get together because there's gonna be a lot of shots going in that game. Uh, Socialites will host the Glory Pounders as Bill Lloyd's team will take on uh, Paul and, and Nick and then Glory Bound. Uh, Glory Bound. That should be a fun game too. That one right there. So guys, this is about my time. A mere 30 minutes. I know. I know you wanted it to be longer. You wanted me to talk about more. It's not a whole lot more to get. I mean, I can tell you, NFL preseason started. College football preseason started. We got a lot lot going on. And we're almost there. We're almost that season. We're almost to the fall. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I think this fall in Tuscaloosa is going to be one of the best we've seen in a long time. Assuming that everything goes correctly just because last year we didn't have it yeah we had home games with limited capacity a lot of the uh, the season ticket holders weren't able to get all their tickets or it was one good game and a couple of crap games mm. gear up get ready embrace it i think we're gonna have a great fall i think the tide's gonna be good I think this defense is going to remind y'all some other defenses, and they better. But anyway, that is my time. Be you. Be unique. As always, I leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. But when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman.